Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hamilton. And we are here kicking off the final episode of our Rambo series with Rambo Last Blood. But first, we got to thank you guys for listening. Thanks to all the Rambo fans out there for tuning in for these uh, five <laughs> episodes here. Um, and uh, if you want to send us our lo- some love, where can you do that? Yes, Elizabeth? please email us, sequelrights at gmail.com with your suggestions for future franchises and anything else you want to say. And then also on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts. The reviews are... Uh, Kind of the most important thing when it comes to the algorithm, and they go a super long way, so we'd super appreciate it. And if you have a better concept for Rambo Last Blood than this movie, we'll read it on the air. Put it in your comments. (laughs) Yes, Yes, please. And uh, here today to help us uh, mop up every last bit of blood is film critic uh, Michael Sandoval with us. Hey, thank you very much for inviting me. I have a mop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Latinos yeah. and cleaning. There you go. It's uh, it's real messy. Over I am now. sorry that you had to come on for this particular movie. <laughs> yeah, you, you drew the short straw. Sorry. Yes, exactly. Um, well, without further ado, let's get into this insanity. You're dealing with an expert with guns, with knives, with his bare hands. Rambo was the best. I finally came home to defend the only family I've ever known. You must really want this girl. All she's got is me. She's coming home. You started this. I'll end it. Yes! Hey, why is this trailer from EDC? Like, what the hell? I never uh, saw that trailer. They use, like, a bunch of Troutman stuff, too? <laughs> okay, so there was a, a, a earlier trailer before this that had, like, you know, Old Town Road in it. It was all, like, somber <laughs> and stuff. But I, 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 this was, like, the second trailer they put out. And one, it has Troutman in it. And I was like, we need to have Troutman come back, even though he's not at all involved anymore. Mm-hmm. Um for multiple reasons, um, <laughs> mostly because he's passed away. Yep. Um, but I felt like this trailer really matched the intensity <laughs> and insane like energy of this movie. He's like, it's the only family I've ever known, but you haven't met him yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that trailer was insane. So this <laughs> this movie starts out, and it's if you remember Rambo, singular. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, what was 2008? Yes. yes. Uh, ends with him walking to the Rambo estate in Bowie, Arizona. And I was shocked to see this movie open on the same location, pretty much. Yeah. Like all famous boatmen eventually do, <laughs> they turn in their boat for a horse. <laughs> Some say the boats of land. No, I'm kidding. That's not it. No one says uh, that. And the, so did I miss this, or was it just poorly done, or was it just never explained? Who are the people living in the house? <laughs> it was never really explained. No, they didn't really touch on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. We don't know what happened to his dad. 
Like, yeah, his dad's just maybe like, he got there and they just hadn't painted the mailbox and other people had taken over the house. <laughs> that's what it seems like. Is like he, so he's been there for eight years and there's just another family there that he's now a part of. Yeah, I kept being like, was her mom like his sister <laughs> or what? The, I don't yeah. know what the deal no, is. No, I think it was just basically like he clearly still owns this land and these people are living there and they talked about how there was a couple living there and the father left and he helped raise the girl. And then the, and now the grandma lives there because the mom died of cancer or something like right, that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I kind of felt like, yeah, they were tenants and he she got played totally a big part sick. in her life, basically. Yeah. Which so. the person who, when I went to go see the screen, literally said, because I was a little late, yeah. said, you just missed such an impactful scene. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you sure? Because <laughs> what I just walked into is, I don't know. It's not that impactful, and I already picked up what in the hell was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird. So, yeah, Stallone's showing that he can still ride a horse, uh, which he can. He has a teenage not daughter. But, I mean, it was okay. I think I was still on board at this point. I was sure. like, okay, it makes sense that he could, like, have a daughter-like figure in his life and that, you know, she had no father and he kind of, like, took that role. But, you know... I thought they had an okay relationship in the beginning. Yeah, so. Twelve cans of beer and something happens, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he has a daughter. Yeah, I, I, I guess I struggle with the ending of three, and then where his character's at in Rambo, where he's literally just catching snakes to fight them, and does not want to deal with any human being at all, and feels betrayed by everybody. Mm-hmm. And then he goes home because the missionaries told him that he could go home, and then there's nobody there. And yeah, I mean, we don't really know what happened. Either his dad wasn't there, maybe his dad was there, and he lived with him for X number of years. Maybe one year, I guess, since it's apparently ten years. That, well, anyways. But, yeah. <laughs> I, it was it was just like, okay. All right. Apparently, there is a scene that used to start this movie, or it started it starts this movie in every other country except for the United States. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where Rambo is basically like a volunteer horse rescue boy. Yeah, it's very strange. I sent Tyler uh, this article uh, earlier this week um, from Hollywood Reporter by uh, Eaton Vlessing um, titled How Rambo Last Blood Rider Wove in His Own PTSD and Tragic Personal Loss. And while I was reading the article, I was like, this sounds like it's talking about a completely different movie. Like, it, it, it talks about this opening scene where there were these people, you know, drowning in a flash flood, yeah. and it was, like, mirroring the loss of his son. And I was like, that never happened. And the article, it might just be poorly worded, or, or the, the um, quotes are taken out of context, but it also makes it sound like... Um, the daughter who gets kidnapped is like a total stranger and the grandma comes out like out of nowhere to ask Rambo for his help. No, that can't possibly be the case. I mean, that's, that's, uh, I mean, I can, that's where the screenwriter can read this quote. Yeah. (laughs) Um, let me pull it up here. Give me one. Cause there's so much like dialogue and scenes that show they have a relationship. He says Rambo's self-imposed solitude is short lived when Maria implores him to travel to Mexico to find her missing teenage granddaughter, Gabrielle, played by Yvette Monreal. Um, he's basically going in to save a stranger. <laughs> but, that, but that goes back to when you've lost people in combat. 
Um, and I was like, why would he describe her as a stranger if they've been <laughs> if they, living if, together? If she's drawing chalk drawings of horses in his tunnels. Yeah, I was like, so maybe there was like an earlier version of the movie where, uh, you know, Maria was like the person who comes out of nowhere to ask Rambo for his help or something. Well, like a... Like a- like the priest no, or whatever. Like yeah. a film noir situation? Well, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's always... Yeah, Rambo's sitting at his desk with yeah. his hat over his eyes. Exactly. Taking a little nap. There's always some character who comes out of nowhere to ask Rambo to go help them. <laughs> yes. And I, believe, the... and I believe in the movie he says she's like a daughter to him. Right, so... And it's yeah. like, okay, so that comes out of thin air? That <laughs> Is that something in his mind that he was hoping that... I guess. Uh, it's yeah. like what... He like... Raised her for ten years. I guess right. this there's thing. all these photos of them at horse, uh, yeah. horse, horse town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically, she's graduating. She's going to college, and uh, she's going to go to her friend's house. And Rambo's a little protective, so he's like, "Hey, have your friends come over. They can hang out in the tunnels." She's like, "Oh, you don't you don't tell anybody about your tunnels." And so, like, there's so much foreshadowing that. Foreshadowing yeah. that Rambo's built a fuck ton of tunnels yeah. underneath this house. It's just like, why? This man is clearly disturbed. <laughs> yeah. this, this, at this point, Rambo has become like one of those like, you know, apocalyptic yeah. Like, yeah. doomsday, doomsday preppers. preppers. <laughs> um, and he's just like out of his mind. Yeah. Because no one's like, yeah, this is a farm, but underneath there's a series of a also, million tunnels. Also, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that you can't. He's like, there's a, for whatever reason, this has become like Rambo canon where he's going to start blacksmithing something. Like it happened <laughs> in the last one. He's like, ah, oh, I'm going to stand over this fire. But in the, so he has like this, it's not a kiln, but what, I don't know what the fuck you call it, an anvil, whatever. And, but it's underground. Like I'm pretty sure you can't work metal oh. in an enclosed underground yeah. with no ventilation. Maybe <laughs> ventilation. Hey, okay, Rambo can do it, okay, man? Rambo's lungs are like Superman style type That's of right. lungs. That's it's right. clearly affecting his vocal cords. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And yeah. His speech. Oh, yeah, guys. Spoiler alert. Sylvester Stallone looks old as fuck in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't look quite as jacked as he did in the last one. No. <laughs> he still looks like he'd probably crush your head, but... I mean, I hope he never listens to this, because he could completely kill me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta post that picture of him at my graduation, because he looked okay there. <laughs> yeah, what year was that? This year? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. My grad school yeah. guy, second master's <laughs> graduation. I talked about that in the first episode. Yeah, I was like, anyway. No, but he was at both of them. Salon's always there. He always shows oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Graduation. He always shows up at my graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. <laughs> so, anyway, so, so the, the, it's this really weird, slow open of, like, nothing's really happening. Rambo's just, like, working horses. Seems like he's adjusted completely fine, except for digging a fuck ton of tunnels. Just like, but that's you know healthy for he couldn't you know before he was isolated and wrangling snakes. Yeah, he's always like, oh, that's his PTSD lurking underneath. That's right. Oh, it's it? a metaphor. Tunnels. I see. Yeah. I see. Everything. I think looks he has like some kind of above. business training horses or something. Yeah. And he mentions that the girl's really good at breaking in the horses too mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, and. <sighs> Yeah. So it, it, there's about 20 minutes of, of just, like, establishing their relationship, which apparently was not a part of the script originally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then uh, she's going to college, but she uh, has a friend who's called her, and he's found her dad. Her <gasps> mysterious father. Ooh, she just needs to know. I don't know what happened to my dad. And then, like, Rambo's pretty like, no, that dude sucks. Yeah, uh, no, everyone's like, he's a fucking dirtbag. Yeah. Don't even bother. 
No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, apparently part of the inciting incident for this guy ditching also was that Rambo beat him up when the guy was beating his wife. Right. right. Like, so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that, I don't know what that dynamic is on that farm. But anyway, she lies to them and says, oh, I'm just going to go to my friends. And then... In the, like, most <laughs> obvious, like, you got, like, come on, have you ever yeah. been a parent? Like, have, you know? like, <laughs> have you raised this he guy? He has not been a parent. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been a parent, and I know that, like, if you tell people, no, 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 they're going to go do it. So she has a very dramatic U-turn. And uh, Mexico's just a U-turn away from Bowie, Arizona. <laughs> you stole my joke. I know. <laughs> no. You gave it to me. There's this a hilariously dramatic scene where she's like, apparently she was actually going to drive to her friend's house. But then, like, she pulls over to the side of the road and goes, like, I'm thinking about it. Uh, Dad. And then she turns around and it's, like, smash cut to, like, her driving to the Mexico border. It's like, Mexico in the background. Uh, so funny. Yeah. Terrible cuts in this movie. <laughs> This movie is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It is. We should say, Tyler and I went to go see this movie yeah. Thursday night, 7 o'clock, like the right. first screening at AMC that anyone could see. And the title card came up, Rambo Last Bud, and people clapped and cheered. Yeah, people wow. were like, Woo! Yeah, people Who were like, yeah. what theater was this again? <laughs> that AMC Burbank. AMC Burbank, Burbank. 16, yeah. Oh, okay. Huh? Um, people were amped. And then, much to my... Uh, excitement. Yeah. People laughed throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I was sitting next to uh, at least a 65-year-old Latin grandmother. Oh, no! <laughs> Which, no, that's the best person to be sitting next to for yeah. this movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, we were very vocal in, like, the later latter half of this movie. Like, so loud. It was, it was great. It was great. But we weren't the only ones, so we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she's going to meet up with her uh, friends. You can hear me in air quotes. Giselle, yeah. yeah, who uh, her mom, her grandma was so glad when she left. She's a bad kid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I guess she is a bad kid. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, she helps her find her dad, mm-hmm. but her dad, as everyone said, is a total dickbag. He opens the door, and no, he like he he you know he comes to the door and talks to her. And proceeds to be like the worst. It was so weird though. He starts world. out being like, "Oh, a you look so beautiful! Person. Like, wow, I haven't seen you in so long. I can't believe it." And then she's like, "Well, why did you leave?" And all of a sudden, just like, bam, it turns, and he's like, "You mean nothing to me? You and your mom mean nothing to me? Bye!" Like, <laughs> is he? Well, what was that shit before? Were you yeah, seeing, like, you I were, like, never nice loved to see you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dinner's ready. Let me close the door. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> see ya. It was crazy. It was just a yeah. strange tonal shift like on a dime it's like just have him be an asshole the whole time or be you know like why do that i don't know mm, yes it portended uh, amazing tonal shifts in this movie the entire time <laughs> yeah it was, all of a sudden someone was like whoa uh yeah why are you acting like this <laughs> uh and then it sprints to human trafficking mm. it makes a hard pivot pretty quickly <laughs> Well, uh, Rambo's got to have someone to save. Sure. Yeah, her friend, who is female and her young, her age, sells her into human trafficking. Right. Knowing that she's an American and, like, people are going to miss her, yeah. you know, yeah. ostensibly. And, and maybe for nothing more than a fancy bracelet? Yeah. Right. I don't know. She was eyeing that bracelet from the start. The whole time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, they, they go to a club... <laughs> There's a there's a scene where like there's stuff in her, and then like like the, the, her her drink gets drugged, and then 
it's just like a hard cut to like the initiation sequence for like you're now sex like slave. yeah you're yeah. now a sex slave turns into Silver Lake yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay so Michael what are you thinking so far at this point in the movie I'm thinking why in the fuck am I sitting here <laughs> because of the fact that one automatically I was already thinking okay the dad has to be in on it in some right. way that's right. the reason why Rambo doesn't like hates yeah. the dad and i'm like wait he has nothing to do with this <laughs> yeah what the well what the fuck is everybody freaking so pissed off at the dad for yeah when nobody freaking like nobody's even like it wasn't even the dad it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy about the dad too is that like yeah he's a horrible person like he never loves him all he cares about him is himself like he left your mother to die and and abandoned you but like apparently he's just like has like a nice apartment with his other woman yeah, he has like yeah, a new family. I don't give a shit about you, but like I give a, I, this lady, she's fine. He didn't yeah. love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she makes me some good beans. <laughs> and I did not want to go back. <laughs> it's like it was so ridiculous that I was just kind of like, "You're kidding me, right?" A fourth grader could have wrote better shit. <laughs> yeah, he ends up just being a pit stop for. Uh, Rambo, as he starts to ramp up, he ramps yeah. up his rage. Yeah, it literally is just like, like oh, the inciting incident of this movie, eh, like, it's over. He does that New really thing. He does that really intimidating thing where he slams both hands on the wall next to him. <laughs> yeah. Look at my guns! I should have killed you! <laughs> Smell the testosterone <laughs> coming yeah. from my pit. Yeah, yeah Rambo, like, threatens him, but there's, like, like said, there's nothing. Your neck there's nothing. He has nothing to do with it. And, I mean, yeah, he threatens the girl, too, and she ends up caving and telling him, you know, where this happened or whatever. That's another but. story, too, the girl. Yeah. Typical, they have her as a typical chola-looking type of girl. Yeah. Living, and it's like, really? Yeah. Like, you, like, like you go to Mexico and you don't really see much of that. You see it, but you don't see much of that. And I'm kind of like, are you in where I grew up in East LA or you're in Tijuana or where are you, where are you at in Mexico? Because <laughs> this is, she's not kind of like a fish out of water already on, right. on whatever they're doing. And I'm kind of like, okay, where are we going with this? Yeah. It's just horrible because if it was human trafficking, like, taken or any of the other things if she just got drugged by random people in the bar i mean like or she got you know pulled over or kidnapped or something but the fact that her uh like just regular mexican person sold her out to human traffickers is so like problematic it's and, right yeah, yeah. And, and and it's it's just lazy screenwriting is the reason that it happened because it just happened because they well how else would rambo track them yeah like, like if she was just drugged by some random guy at the bar like he's just an old guy with a knife so he yeah he's no he's her. no liam neeson you know he can't yeah. track them down with or, his or, skills yeah and he can't he can't call the cia or something like they well, could have set up yeah. a better Thing. Any anything. anything. Yeah. I was already waiting for the a writer to write down and have the actor go, get gotcha away. <laughs> Just because he needed to make it more ethnic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. So uh So we get so then it gets like it's been like, oh, horses and things are nice and like there's not has not been any violence in this movie really at all up to this point. Yeah. Right? I mean 
Well, yeah. So Rambo now, uh, we're talking, he's already down in Mexico. Right, he's going to Mexico, but like, I'm talking about like when uh, she's like the first, this first like human trafficking scene, like cuts to like, oh fuck, like this is incredibly brutal. Like all, yeah. all like all the women look like, battered and brutalized. Like they're beating the shit out of this one girl and making an example of her. Right. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like I hope Rambo gets there soon. Luckily, it's just 10 minutes away. <laughs> um. <laughs> and I mean, this is like the typical, like you said, the initiation scene that we've seen in other, you know, movies and TV sure. shows. And yeah. so I guess I'm They're sure. They're better. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that they were trying to, you know, shine a light on this horrible issue, but it's just so misguided and yeah. bad. But anyway, um, I did, I guess we'll get to it, but I did like sort of appreciate how just because she's related to the main character, like she really didn't get treated different than the other girls where I feel like in most movies, like she somehow miraculously would have not, you know, been brutalized as much, but. Oh, right. Now, now they're, and once they find out who she is, they're going to brutalize her more actually. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but uh, so yeah, so then we get a scene of eighty-year-old Sylvester Stallone in a club in Mexico, which yeah. is maybe the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy's supposed to be here. He looks right. He looks right. So there's just a lot of strobe lights and a, and it's just him looking all stony-eyed. And, and it's so like <laughs> like the music video-y for a few minutes. And you're just like, why is it, why did they shoot it like this? Like it's so weird. What, what I love about this movie is that there's multiple times. Where he's trying to be stealthy and he's just standing there like a weirdo and he gets seen and he just yeah. kind of goes, Ugh. There's one really hilarious one coming up in a little bit. Uh, so he tracks the guy um, and there's some lady at the bar who notices him and follows him outside when... Uh, Las Vega, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, takes the person who drugged his not daughter and uh, snaps his collarbone outside of his body with his thumbs. While screaming, don't dare stop! <laughs> right? Like, <Yeah. laughs> really loud. Yeah. I tried to find a clip of this because it was so funny, but there's no clips online <laughs> and of, of this murder. And it I is wonder why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so brutal in a way that's... This yeah. Is, yeah, this is the first, like, really crazy violence because... Yeah, he's, like, breaking his collarbone, and then he's, like, also ripping it out of his body or yeah. something. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, we well, were, like, laughing yeah. really hard. Yeah. Because uh, it was so over the top. Right. Like, it's it's not like this is intense. It's just, what the fuck is and happening? We, and we were just, like, spring child, summer child in this moment. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, like, wow, this is really intense. Uh, like, <laughs> this is crazy. What? And so after watching that, Paz Vegas, like, oh, I got to follow this guy. <laughs> and uh, Something just made me... <laughs> want to go out with him and just <laughs> yeah. follow him uh, so not then, in a sexual manner at all <laughs> yeah, we're going to act like it might be sexual but it's not nah, Yeah, no. no. <laughs> just a journalist okay um, she's the most useless journalist ever by the oh, way like exactly. she literally does nothing you mean like the ones who are actors at a red carpet no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go to where this den is supposed to be <laughs> And it turns out that there's a lot of people with cell phones in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> this, this whole lead up was so funny. First of all, he goes and stands like they're like, it's that building up there with the lights. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to go take a look. And he goes and stands on, the, on this roof. And this it's hilarious, like POV zoom shot of like someone seeing him. Yeah. And it goes like. It turns like left and then zooms really quickly, like, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" And he backs up behind the corner. 
<laughs> and I laughed. I, I went, it, like, was, <laughs> it was hilarious. But, well, because like it's it's supposed to be like it's him looking, and it's a long shot of like oh someone's looking. But it's so poorly. It's like <laughs> yeah. someone was trying to be like it's you like, know Paul Greengrass or like, something, and Born Identity. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was so weird. It's like it's a he, terrible camera move. He has all of the stealth of like avoiding your ex at a target. Like that's what he's doing. <laughs> he's supposed to be good at this. Like this is what he's known for. And With it's his just... shoes going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so after he's seen, he's like, I guess I'll just walk around random staircases. And oh no, there's lots of guys here. They're... They all have guns. And so yeah, he ends up at the top. Uh, I guess it's just the, the top part of this hill. I think it might <laughs> yeah. be the driveway of this house. I'm not quite Maybe. sure. And there's about like 40 dudes, 50 dudes <laughs> yeah. that proceed to kick the ever-loving shit out of him. This was one moment where like, you know, you're first meeting the like the big bad people of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they're kind of like finally introducing the two main bad guys. And there was a brief moment of me enjoying the fact that like, you know, I have a feeling like these guys are going to get the kick the shit kicked out of them and yeah. they have no idea who they're fucking with because they're right. like this is some old man and you know we've been watching all these movies and know that like mm-hmm. Rambo is not someone you want to fuck with and so I had a brief moment of joy from that but it was like, I'm like yeah like very short yeah like I thought he was just gonna destroy like I like oh man he's gonna kill 40 dudes but I, yeah I like this moment of being like yeah these guys don't know who he's messing they're messing yeah. with like they shouldn't be fucking with this dude at the same fun. time if he had gotten out of that situation it would have been ridiculous yes. well no oh, I didn't yeah. think he was gonna get out of it but I knew yeah. that it was going to come back to get yeah, yeah, at yeah, some yeah. point. Well, until the Austin Power scene came up where the brother wants to just take him out and shoot him and he goes, Scotty Dope. <laughs> we're we're going to let him leave. I'm fucking, I'm fucking talking. Yeah. Like, no, do not. I got it. I'm going to handle it my way. But I could just shoot him right there and just go, bam, he's done. Yeah, that was the dumbest. Yeah. Classic bad guy mistake. It really was this. Scotty like, Dope. Scotty Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, instead, he's just going to carve his uh, signature into his face, right? Mm-hmm. Which was actually pretty brutal. Yeah, I, didn't, I was like, maybe this won't happen, but it did happen. It did happen, and then they. Di- I mean, I so, think the darkest and most fucked up thing that the movie does is like they take his ID and like I now that I know that this person's special to you, I'm going to make it even worse for her. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, they go, and he's like, "Go put your mark on her too." And and yeah. th- that's another thing that I was like. No, this won't happen. Like she'll get rescued, and no, they put the mark no. on her too. And I, and it's like every time they show it, it's like, you, it's so gross. Like he's digging his like giant knife like really far under her face. It's uh... yeah, I definitely like struggled with this, and we talked about it last week too with the female character somehow miraculously being not raped or murdered, right? And. Obviously, I don't want to be like, you this character your, should be raped. You, you know? got like, your wish. Yeah, that's, I right. don't want, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but that in a way. should not go on the side of her face. Yeah. It should go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, it's just like <laughs> the fact that in this movie, this character is treated not any differently than any other mm-hmm. girl that would have been in this situation in a way is like slightly more respectful, I think, to all the real victims of Mm -hmm. this kind of crime. And even though it like sucks and it's disturbing to watch and you, you know, you don't expect that to happen to named characters in movies, but I think it does somehow like show more respect for actual victims, even though it is very unfortunate. And I I don't like, well, and I have any pleasure in seeing that. And I I think, I think that, that these movies, no matter what you think of Sylvester Stallone or no matter what of, of this movie in particular and the hateful themes that it employs, um, 
is that I think that in his heart of hearts that he believes that he is shining a light yes. and doing a service on in every one of these things of, yeah. of whether it's it's Viet, returning Vietnam vets or the people of Afghanistan or <laughs> yeah. or you, you know people being trafficked and I think that there is something commendable about that I don't think it absolves anything that happens in no. this movie yeah. but I I do think that the reason that that is in place is because that is at the core of what these movies are mm -hmm. especially to him and <sighs> fine I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> you can make that argument. I, I, I want to acknowledge it. I don't feel that way. <laughs> I, I was, the, yeah, the whole time I was like, I feel like, you know, if you could still get your point across without like totally brutalizing this like completely innocent character. Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't have to really be shown on screen, I guess, as much as it was. But yeah, and ultimately, yeah. like what happens to her, I was like, I feel like you could have had almost the same movie without what happens to her. You know what ends up. Yeah, happening. I mean, um, so what? So the reporter saves Rambo after he's been like beaten within an inch of his life, and then he's out of commission for four days, and that's enough for them to uh, pump her full of heroin and uh, put her in one of their houses. And yeah. I think she has a um, like. There's a part like where a woman's like, it "Doesn't matter if there's forty, fifty guys. Like you just take them." And like it's really yeah. <laughs> uh, and so Rambo, when he wakes up, goes in with a hammer and kills, goes old boy on a bunch of people, and uh, it's real violent, and terrible, and and saves her. I did uh, think it was really messed up too that like everyone that he sa he like tries to save all the other girls and they're all like, no, uh, we we can't go anywhere; they'll kill us. Like I thought that was. Yeah, also, right. another thing that's probably really realistic, but yeah. Yeah, it was just so sad and disheartening. So, um, so well, she had a pickup truck. He could have yeah, threw them all in the back right. of the truck. So she's all strung out, and they're, they're driving. This is one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> they're driving, Not really, and he's just talking about like you were so good with the horses. Like, tell me about how good you were with the horses. I love this because she's like you know totally out of it, and he's like. Don't fall asleep, and Gabriella. Get, don't fall asleep. And he's like, "But let me tell you this story." Not, not <laughs> voices. Really, <laughs> he's just really slow. All story. the horses. And, hey, are you awake? <laughs> yeah, but remember that. <laughs> I'm like, everyone would fall asleep. Also, to that voice. Also, it's so fucking <laughs> stupid that they're in Mexico. Like, I get that you have to if you want to get out of there because, like, that they did find you or they'd be looking for you immediately. But like, there's. Narcan's a thing. Like, you can go to a hospital. You can stop an overdose. Like, you could go literally fucking anywhere. But instead, he's... Embassy, hospital, yeah, yeah. church, church, the journalist's house, who clearly has medical knowledge. <laughs> yep, yep. The and drug mule in the freaking middle yes. of the way going back into the United States is carrying some coke. Instead, yeah. he talks out. his daughter to sleep. Or his <laughs> instead, grand, instead or he decides, I'm going to drive all the way back to my estate <laughs> in Arizona, and she fucking dies on the way. And he doesn't stop. He doesn't take her to a hospital after she passes out, he just drives through the night and then digs a grave. You remember that time? <laughs> That's it's just like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, there's a scene where like uh, he's like, you know, they're they're clearly driving back to Arizona or wherever, and he pulls over oh, the side of the road right. and just goes like, eh, I'm going to take the shortcut through this barbed wire fence instead of going through the roof. The, you know, policed border or whatever. And apparently it's that easy to just cross the border. Oh, sure. In some places, it, yes, I guess. But I don't know. Like, it, it, okay, so basically after she had already been through all the stuff in the 
in yeah. the trafficking house or whatever, I was like, okay, now she has to die because she can't live from this. There's no like way out of this for this character. And so like, I'm like surprised. Cause yeah, again, like he was like, wow, she's really going to die, but there's no other way to like do it. But the fact that that's the way that it happened and what he decided to do is just so illogical. I feel like crazy. The, the movie is so basic though, that he could have still been just as angry about what had happened if she had survived. No, I feel like he could have yeah. got her out and sent her off to college. And no, like, no, no, there's no coming back from that though. For, yeah. for this girl. Well, yeah. Like yeah, maybe in a normal movie, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this one, she'd probably be doing cartwheels the next day. Yeah. Back on the horse. Yeah. No, in this movie, it would be it would be I can't go to college, but I can break in these horses. Like I have a solitary life, and I'll dig my own tunnels. I'll be the horse troll for yeah. the rest of my life. I guess I just think like if she had lived, it would be so horrible and like mm-hmm. unrealistic that it's just like you know. At that point, I was like, okay, yeah, she probably will die in this scene, and she did. It could have been the the female Rambo reboot with her. I guess the horrors of Vietnam, the horrors of sex trafficking. There you go. I guess so. But yeah, I don't think there's any coming back from that. I don't know. And there wasn't. Yeah, she did. She did. I mean, I think that's why they chose not to have that uh, lady in the last movie, because like then there's no coming back for her either. You know, if she was raped Mm -hmm. by 55, you know, evil Burmese, whatever Mm -hmm. they were like that, that wouldn't have really like come back from that either. So it's, yeah, but I don't know. Um, when he drove through the border this time, right on the way back, yeah, not correct. on the way out. Okay, um, I kept thinking too while they were driving, like, okay, this has to have some sort of social like message. The government is always involved. There's always something, and so I was like, maybe he's going to be trying to bring her back, and he's not going to be able to because of some kind of United States border bullshit. But oh, like well. that wasn't. It, no. at all like they would spend it. time like, dealing no. with that and, no. and then in my mind all i'm thinking is how do these drug dealers get to these tunnels like, well we, yeah exactly. yeah like 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 we we saw the tunnels we know we're getting to the tunnels he, we know it's, that they have his id tunnel. turns out the movie doesn't care when, yeah. it, <laughs> when that happens they just want to show you that there's no intricate tunnels underneath the border right mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. You just drive right across and break the. Oh yeah, you can you can drive across with an army of SUVs and all your all your drug lord friends, and yeah. so you better you better be prepared. Because if we would yeah. have gone to the border, we would have learned that Rambo's greatest nemesis is customs. Because yeah. he can't get that <gasps> knife. You know you know what customs <laughs> would have had. You know what customs would have had some fucking Narcan to save his daughter. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, the whole reason why because he probably would have been she probably would have been saved by a Mexican and they didn't yeah. want to show uh, that. You don't want that to true. happen. That's true. <sighs> so oh. so she did. Yeah. And it's time for our first bit of revenge. And then then he then he sends the her grandma home. Oh yeah, aunt, I guess it's, no, her, it's her grandma. Grandma, yeah, it's her grandma home. Because that was that was funny. He's like, well, now that she's dead, there's a little literally no other reason for you to be here. May <laughs> yeah. as well just leave. It's not like you've been living Sends here for years. Or and anything. then I guess she goes to Mexico. I don't know. Really. I think she just went to live with her sister somewhere. They didn't say where. But oh. there was there was the cutaway where she like had like her hand on like a window display. <laughs> That's right. When he's getting when he's getting revenge. That's at the end. Yeah, yeah. There's a anyway. there, we first skipped over that hilarious montage of like 
people doing stuff in like in Mexico, <laughs> like Rambo doing something. And then it twice cuts away to Maria just sitting on the porch. <laughs> like, I don't, she's just waiting. How do you know it's in Mexico versus somewhere else? No, because it was literally like a cross cut. Like she was like down the street from where it was, where it was like, it was a neon sign. It was like, it was like the Mexican like background with like all the, the shop where he yeah. goes in and he goes, look, he knocks at the doors to go. To go see if he could get a prostitute to uh, yeah. find out if she was there. I, didn't I don't, get that. I don't and remember. And that was back too right. because he goes to one place <laughs> and automatically that was the place. Yeah, where during the movie, was. I was like, "Did someone tell him she was there?" The journalist. The journalist did. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like she went <laughs> no. But she went no. Like, like, well, they have five different houses. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I Who mean, knows? That, Maybe that, they cut out the scene where he went to the four incorrect. That, that being said, yeah, I didn't need to see him to hammer murder <laughs> five different whorehouses. Yeah. True. Anyway. Um, so yeah, there's the, there's the montage of them doing stuff. And so Rambo's new plan is I'm going to lure these crime bosses to Arizona. Yes. Which I guess is the reason he didn't go to law enforcement, like, or report her death because then he like, wouldn't be able to exact this revenge, I guess. Yeah. And this, this, this here is the sequence that we're coming up to is like the sequence that kicks off like a nonstop laugh train for me <laughs> in the theater yeah. and like loud exclamations of like, Oh my God. <laughs> and like all this stuff happening because it's so, you know, it's so serious. He's like, you know, he, he, he goes back to like one of the penthouses of like one of the main dudes and at this moment, I'm like, oh, man, this is like... I literally leaned over to Justin, and I was like, I hope he carved an R into his cheek. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I, I was like, oh, this is the, this is the moment where... <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Uh, but turns out, no, dude didn't have a fucking head. Yeah, and that scene, again, was another really fast cut that was played so much, like, everyone laughed just the way it was, like, you know, compiled together. It was like this fast zoom and edit to like this headless body on the bed. And then quick cut to Rambo dropping the head out of of his moving vehicle. (laughs) So he chopped the dude's head off, went down the stairs, got in the car, drove out over the border, got out of the city (laughs) and then decided now is head dropping time. Oh God. That was so funny. (sighs) (sighs) And yeah. And then into, into one of the brothers heart with a, with a knife. Uh, is a photo of her. Yes, that, this this was so, so they right. knew who done it. And uh, we skipped over. Uh, I, I think I forgot to mention that um, before he goes on this thing, we see a montage of him setting up this like Home Alone esque horror show. So that's before he even went. That's before he even went. Yeah, because oh, he had the okay. plan. He was like, "This is the, I'm putting the plan in motion." Because the Home this, Alone parts are always great. Because it's like, yeah. this is finally what I wanted to see. No, you were like, Home Alone shit. Your right biggest here. complaint for the last movie, like, no traps. I'm like, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, Elis is gonna be trapped. No, I, I mean, like, this is the part that I was like, okay, finally, you know, like, it's. I know it's gonna be ridiculous, but at least we're getting to, you know, but what we here's, want. Here's Goonies to a whole. But here's the thing I love about this movie right it's like who are these people to him oh that doesn't matter uh what's this what was the dad there for uh let's just forget that 
but they felt the need to let's set up the tunnels early because like otherwise people are gonna think that's implausible like we gotta set up yeah. the dug these tunnels before and then like let's do a whole montage before he goes and set this plan in action because like people won't believe that Rambo has set up traps in these tunnels it's just like if he dug the tunnels he had the traps part of like, me I don't need this montage yeah I know I, I was saying thinking the same thing like, part of me was like watching it like going oh my god these traps like, like what the fuck yeah I'm excited and about then, it the I don't other- think that he would have had the traps set up before all this happened though because if he knows if he let I, the girl and her friends go in the tunnel there's no traps I know I, well, I, I agree with you but what I'm saying is that they felt that that was a more important storytelling beat oh, than okay. any, like, like, like any other any, story like the, 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 the <laughs> amount of things that they skipped over yeah and then they chose to do like like oh no like people like that'll be too much for people to, well, so to was I the only one with the song you're the best around yeah. while this whole thing yeah. was happening <laughs> so <laughs> I was just kind of like yeah, I've seen this before, and I'm hearing the song in my head. Yeah. There you go. I mean, one of the things I liked about, like, First Blood is, like, there's traps in that movie, but you don't see them set them up. They just kind of, like, happen, and you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Uh, you see yeah. him making the stuff, but, yeah, not quite. Right. You see it, it, sharpening this is like yeah. This is like a, you know, Ikea manual how-to <laughs> tutorial. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, put the gun shells in the floor and yeah. put the hole in the wall. It's, like, all this crazy stuff, and I was like, do I want to, see, you know, at one point I was, you know, I was like excited to see what's going to happen in the future, but also I would like to be surprised. Also turns out that the traps were not necessary because he shot every person. The traps trap. were just step one and then like it was the, the shotgun for everything else. Process. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he gets back to the tunnels. He's yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He cuts that dude's head off and like this sets off like a 20 minute Third act, I guess. These sex working cartel guys, yeah, just cross the border, no problem. Yeah, bunch of guns, bunch of guns, a bunch in their their Mercedes SUVs, and you're like, oh boy. Oh, and don't forget uh, the Disneyland uh, fireworks show when they first get there. Oh right, yes. Oh. <laughs> so so unnecessary. So yeah, Rambo decides to blow up his lawn, uh, and then I, he gets one car from I guess two, I think. Yeah, yeah, a couple two. cars drive oh. over like planted bombs. We did, we did leave out the part where uh, he he target practiced with his bow for, with some playing cards. Oh yeah, just so you know that he can still use the bow. That's all part of the fun times. Cataracts, yeah, not yeah. fuck with him. That's he's right. the best. <laughs> he's still the best around. Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and at this point, I am just like cracking up. The rest of the movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we see a very quick succession, like these dudes get taken out. The one car gets exploded. The The main dude's like, hey, go over to the barn. Check the barn and we'll go this way. And meanwhile, like Rambo is like popping out of holes all over the, the lawn, yep. like shooting people in the face. And I'm just cracking up. Um, uh, they go into the tunnels and then like any PTSD Vietnam vet, he starts blasting the doors. Yeah, I was going to say, the the barn thing was hilarious, too. He had set up, like, this trough that's going to shoot gas at people, and then he shoots them, and they all set on fire. And the dude next to us was also cracking up. Like, this is just like, I got to say, this is a really fun time at the theater. It was such a... I'm not going to lie. Like, the whole, the traps, the tunnels, all of this is, like, really long and gratuitous. But if you were able to, like, which no one would be able to do this, but if you can just, like, only watch that and somehow, like... You know, not 
think about all the context, it would be great. Like, it would be like, this is awesome. Awesome. Yeah, these traps are so cool and funny. Like, you know, but... like. It's yeah. like you know that that so that clip that was like viral for a while of of Steven Seagal killing the guy three times with that like he shoots him and breaks his neck and throws him on the elevator shaft. It's like twenty minutes of that. <laughs> the traps, <laughs> yeah, like Tyler said earlier, the traps are like secondary to blowing people's heads off. the The first one that happens like that I just like it's burning my brain now. <laughs> this guy like y- you know it's like the spikes from the first movie. They flip yeah. up, they stab him in the chest, and he's screaming like ah with his head back and Rambo turns the corner with a sawed-off shotgun and shoots him in the head and it's like, no more head. <laughs> and we were all like, I, oh I, my I believe there's a bottom jaw with some teeth left. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, yeah, this whole movie too, I was like, man, if the MPAA was like more concerned with the violence than they are with sexual content, yeah. this would probably be NC-17 because yes. it's yeah. like fucking crazy violence. And how many times did he have to shoot a dead guy? Yeah, I know. And he, and he caps him another two, three this times. Is, this is I'm why like, I was really? laughing, because those guys that fall into the pit of spikes, like, they're dead, dead. right? And he just unloads, like, they're the computers! Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny, too, because the main guy goes and sees all the carnage later, and he's just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Rambo is fucking everybody up. And could probably get out of it unscathed, but like he like wants to the, the main guy to play his saw game, so he gets shot twice, kind of like for no reason. There's also what was the one where like the guy's face gets like oh the one sliced? where it's, it's the like it's yeah. like two blades and it's like yeah yeah oh my god I was like oh there's, there's also one where he just has like a big bamboo pole and just like like and he's just waiting behind like it's like it's like an Indiana Jones like Temple like, Doom spike type situation yeah. but he's the one like putting the spike out there I mean like Elis said and then I he mean, shoots that dude in the head I know yeah. it's so nuts yeah. like like Elis said like it, it, I. I don't think anyone would recommend seeing this movie, but if you can see just this section, yeah. when it comes out, like it is yeah. insane. Like, yeah. you got to see it. It's nuts. It's hilarious. They saved the entire budget of the movie for this. Yeah, it is so funny. Uh, so, yeah, so then he basically gets the guy. The final. The oh, final, my God. Final, I can't even, like. And, and, he, and he gets he, him back to the barn, which is no longer on fire. Yeah, he also, like, totally blows up the entire compound. Yeah, this was nuts. He's like, but if not- you want to live, follow the lights. <laughs> and then, like, there's this crazy CG scene of all the tunnels blowing up. Boom, yeah, boom, and you, boom, like boom. you said, he tries to do, like, a Saw game. Like, right. you know, uh, but if you've seen any of the Saw <laughs> movies, you know that Jigsaw always leaves a way for them that's to right. get out. Yeah. And that's how you know he rambles an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way for these guys to get well, out. And just like in Saw, there was also an imposter that yes. made the traps <laughs> Yeah, one of those other white guys. <laughs> <laughs> so Rambo shoots four arrows into this dude and pins him up against. Just like he practiced. Just mm-hmm. like he practiced with the playing cards. And earlier, uh, we left this part out, um, uh, uh, they, they, the grandmother talked about what it felt like to lose yes. lose the, his, her granddaughter. She said it felt like somebody had ripped ripped her heart out. And and Rambo, uh, in his uh, in a, a pinnacle of his empathy, says that is what it feels like. Yeah, doesn't he say like sure? Yeah, because <laughs> we laughed at that too. Because she's like, it feels like someone ripped yeah. out my par- my yeah. heart, and, and he's, like, he's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I laughed at that. And as well. so, uh, <laughs> as he's pinned there, he's 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 doing his angry oh low voice, and he's like, "I'm going to make you feel what it feels like. I'm going to make you feel." Him. And so he takes his knife out and cuts into this man's chest cavity, cuts through rib, <laughs> cuts through his sternum, 
uh, cuts it through. It is nuts. It is. It is, is. It, it's the knife, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it okay. is the knife, and it is not possible. And <laughs> he's he, like, yeah! and he rips out this man's heart and shows it to him. Yeah, and he still goes, beating the yeah. heart, and, and he I, says like, "That's what he feels." I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, at, and at this and at this point in this movie, if he took a bite out of it, it would not have made me blink. I had that same thought. I was like, "Is he going to go with the tortilla?" Yeah. In there is he going to consume his strength? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it really and, was like if you ever watched that show Once Upon a Time back in the day where they would rip out the hearts and then crush them yeah. into dust. Like it looked like exactly like that. Or like my friend who watched the film was all. Kalima. 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 Uh, and then Rambo just goes sits in a chair. Yeah, and I just feel like uh, I feel like you're maybe your movie's not working when the audience is just like cracking up this entire yeah. time. Yeah, I don't know. But it, the speech. <laughs> oh, yeah, that voiceover. Speech. We haven't had voiceover at any time up to this point, but let's do a long voiceover speech. Yeah. All I was waiting for was to see. Vote Trump 2020 at the end of the yes. <laughs> And I, I wouldn't like, have been shocked. I feel like maybe we didn't get... Was there voiceover on ours? I don't I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember so. voiceover. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah. got rid of... I don't think so. I think he just sat there. And he then just it was sat done. there and it was done. And then it, and then it cut to... I don't remember being like, I'm Rambo and this is how I live oh. my life. <laughs> no, what, did, what, did he what, he, what did he what say? What he basically said. If, he was saying that... Um, well, he will say how he comes back home for his country, and this is the only country that he loves. What? And this is his family. His real family is the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Did he really say that? Yes. No, I don't remember no, that No, this at did all. not happen. Did okay. not. Yeah, it was just... really similar to the speech from, um, I think, 2, where he says, like, oh, I just want um, the country to love us as much as we, he the soldiers, them. love them. Uh, it was similar to that. And it was like, ah, oh, do anything for this country and this is my home, blah, blah, blah. Which made no sense. Had <laughs> nothing to do with the like, movie at all. Yeah, uh, yikes, yikes. Exactly, like the cut. I guess that's why they cut well, it. Well, because I got invited like weeks before a lot of the press saw it. Uh-huh. And literally two days after you saw it. Yeah. And I was just kind of like... You could tell it was still a rough cut, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even at a rough, there was no way you could edit this. Oh, the, this ours, better. ours also seemed like a rough cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. that speech at the end, I was just like, "Oh my god!" This it is just like, zooms way, way, way out. It was like a propaganda speech that yeah. you've heard over right. and over again. And when they asked for, because the reason why I got I got invited was to give my opinion on what I thought of the film as what it was, and I was just like. This is like a month after El Paso's yeah. mass yeah. shooting, and this is pretty much what you're putting out. And you, and Universal took away the hunt, yeah, which was nowhere right. as bad right. as this was. Did you get to see that? Yeah, I saw a piece Ooh. of it, and it was fun. You know, it's based off of a book. I want to see. It. I, exactly I really like want to see book. it. Yeah, I like, and I like it was great. I, I didn't think yeah. it was as bad as what Rambo was. Right. Rambo was bad. Where it's just basically like bury my body inside the wall. Yeah. And and, and the stereotypes that were littered all over the film. Yeah. And I was just and then with the speech at the end, I'm glad they got rid of the yeah. speech. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So what then what well, happened in the credits? Because so, we didn't yeah. see any credits. So, so the credits were basically just cut to like credits the, were some of the best part, actually. Yeah, it was like it was like pictographs of which is like kind of like little moving images like of, of of the first film, like of, of stills, like iconic scenes from all of the movies. Yeah. Oh. As like his theme was like Brian yeah. Tyler's version of his theme was playing to all these like 
you know, kind of really nostalgic feeling like slow motion. Yeah. And it went through all of them, and then like halfway through the mid credit scene, it, it showed him like because it ended with him just like sitting on the porch like rocking. Well, yeah, because it very yeah. hilariously also went through the Rambo Last Blood uh, scenes, uh, like we had just uh, seen uh, the like, movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's like showing other scenes from the movie. Like, oh, we just saw this. Okay. Yeah, and then and then it cuts to him riding his horse into the sunset. Okay. I I felt very strongly that he should have died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what yes. I was like. That's why part of well, me was like, I, I hope very strongly if, if, if I never saw one of these movies again, it would be fine. Sure. But <laughs> this movie, you called it Last Blood. Yeah. I feel like, and then the way that you chose to have all these things happen to him, again, there's nowhere to go. Just end it. Let him die. You know, we, you know. People have been arguing about whether Rambo should be dead since the first movie. At this point, it's like, just let him die already. Like, I, So, <laughs> in your version, he was in the chair and then got up and got on a horse? No. It just no. zoomed out. And it just him zoomed sitting out on the up, chair yeah. zoomed out, like, really, really far, like an aerial shot, basically. Oh, so yours And just also, said, no country for old men. <laughs> yeah, yours you could have interpreted like he died on that chair. Yeah. yeah. You could have, but I don't think I don't that, think yeah, died. it didn't seem like and it. This one also was, was like, the, the, and also, like, the way the horse thing happens at yeah. the end, you could maybe be like, that's him riding into heaven. Yeah. Because it's very yeah, no, dreamlike. It's like, it's like, it's, like the, it's, it's the end of Point Break where, like, Bodie's just going out to surf one last time. Yeah, and you don't, it, it was so weird because you don't see him... It, it, it was played as it, though it was part of the montage. Like, this already yeah. happened. But it was clearly, like, him... He never rode the horse like that in the movie. So it was just very... Uh, you, you don't. It's not like you saw him get up from You're the chair. You're giving this movie way too much credit. Yeah, I'm just saying. You could have interpreted exactly. that... He, the one we saw, you could have interpreted... I guess if he never got up, he would have died there. But his injuries didn't seem so bad. Like, it, did, it seemed like, okay, yeah, he's going to make it. Yeah. And yeah, this is the whole point, Tyler. We're on a sequel podcast. We've got to talk about the characters. Do they live or die? Will there be a laster blood? That's all we want to know. First scab. Um, first yeah. scab. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I guess now we get to this time, right? Well, okay, wait, like, so the, we, I think we need to talk a little bit more about this. The terrible politics. Of this yeah, movie. the politics and the optics and whatnot. And like we said, Sylvester Stallone, I'm sure he, you know, consulted a bunch of people and are like, what are the worst issues in the world right now? And I want to tackle one and show light on it. Because that's what he did for the last film. Yes, we about but this. it's so insensitive, like you said, with El Paso, with the way things are in this country right now, with the way that people are characterizing Mexicans. Like it's just so tone deaf and insensitive, and like it's like it's almost like he has no idea what. Which maybe as a celebrity, I don't think maybe he, does. he doesn't. Yeah. but somebody should have been like, bro, the, you know. The like, thing that, that I find like the most upsetting is that like you know it's an issue like right now is like people coming back from Afghanistan with PTSD. Yeah. Like like US well, soldiers and 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 the same thing what, that the, the cycle is repeating mm-hmm. and like and you have this icon and you have this this way to talk about it and 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 you could even and it even weaves better into everything else that this movie's been leading up to and like you could have made it about that. You could have made yeah. it and yeah. even if it was like oh he's running a VA center and and you know the the people there, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's so many other things that this character is suited to take on. Well, and, that's and there's so many the, other aspects you know. of even just these issues that he right. could have covered. Yes. It could have been something about the border or the camps or the yeah. anything, you know, but it doesn't do anything. And even like, 
like you said, um, when he tried to save those other girls, they were like, we can't, you know, we, you know, he could have done something that systematically would have improved maybe right. the human trafficking system or made a difference somehow. But what he did made no difference. Like somebody else is going to pick up the mantle and continue to do the same things. Like he basically was only just arguably could have made it worse. Up revenge. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. that was another reason that, you know, that, you know, I had sent Tyler uh, that article I was talking about earlier where the, you know, co-writer Dan Gordon, who was, you know, like in the Israeli army for four decades. Yeah. The article says, you know, that he wove his own PTSD and tragic personal loss into the film. And I was like, I found it a little laughable because I was like, I don't think it worked the way yeah. you think it did. Well, there's we, like one line about well, him. Did, did somebody else come in and is the co-credited or Stallone? Stallone. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean, he did what he always Stallone. does, and yeah. he punched it up. Did you see that the uh, that the uh, right? Just, but for a whole article to, article to come out about right. how he did this, like, and well, and, clearly and, the guy didn't get to see the final. Yeah, half of it yeah. is about stuff that's not even in the yeah. movie. It's just like. Wow, I, I mean, I think that did well, not the, work out. Well, you, you sent out the tweet that the author of the of the well, book. Well, yeah, what did he say? That's the other thing. Um, he is uh, he said it was an embarrassment. David Morrell is like, embarrassed to have his name on this. Um, well, is it? It's just characters created by or whatever. Right? Yeah, but I mean, he's still, yeah. he's still his name's still yeah, on it. sure. And like yeah. he created the character. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. like it's like how would you like to see something that you created degraded to this point? You know, he he basically. You know, he said that the, he agrees that the with the reviews that the film is a mess and he's yeah. embarrassed to be and um, and everything that know, it's saying. I mean, everything that we're talking about to too, especially um, when all the other films had a there was a reason. Yeah, yeah. On why like in First Blood, yeah, there was a reason why he went after people, and it's because of the yeah. fact that they were the way they were treating him after coming back. From, There's nuance. Well, it's more. always yeah. he. This was just straight up revenge. Like he always. Yes, he got back at people that screwed him over, but it was always in the service of something. Yeah. You know, in the first one, he was just trying to escape. In the second one, he was trying to get the POWs. Third one, get Troutman. Even the other one, save the missionaries. There was never just like, this person's already dead. Let me go, you know, get their murderer there was, and there kill was, them. There like, was never a point where, like, the person that he wanted revenge on and, like, it was kind of, like, played with, like, high wire tension even in the first one was, like, the U.S. government. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, yeah. Like, and he never went, the, the, the closest he got was shooting up the computers, you know? Like, yeah. it, it was never, he was, it was never going to turn into cold blooded killing on that point. It was, it was always going to be as an escape message. Like, just don't push him is the whole thing. He doesn't want to do yeah. any of it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, to put out a movie where basically an army of men uh, from Mexico can just cross the border as if it's invisible. Yeah. Uh, this day dig and your, age, is, dig, dig your tunnels. Is not uh, yeah, citizens. Is not yeah. a good thing. And it's even the really like the one character that we have that's like a civilian in Mexico. This friend of hers, Giselle, turns out to be evil and sell her into sex right. slavery. Like, and her dad, I guess her dad's not a criminal, but he's a piece of shit too. And so it's just like, are there any good Mexicans out there other than this grandma who's Report, probably American? She wasn't even like Mexican. But I mean, I mean, the reporter was pretty much useless too. Like, she yeah. also her sister had been uh, killed in the same type of crime, yeah. and she really didn't do anything to mm-hmm. help it either. The she first and only Rambo, time you it. go to Mexico, you're going to get sold into sex slavery. Yeah. And Slavery, and then, uh, it's not about the water anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not right. about drinking the water and getting that's the right. runs. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like so many. Well, yeah, and it's like uh, there's not even a point where like she drives in. And it's like oh, well, like well, like this town's beautiful. It's like it's immediately like oh, this is shady. Like, there's literally yeah. nothing good no, about Mexico, Mexico in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Not a it single looks like person. A yeah, nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's like. Uh, 
pretty irresponsible to, you know, yeah. put out a movie that's like fanning the flames of hate in our country, you know, as dramatic yeah. as that sounds like it. But enough about Joker. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, this is the funny part, too. I've had I had one other critic who was there mm-hmm. with me saying that, well, it's just a film. Yeah. And I'm like, and that's where, but, yeah. like, I call this generation right now, the s- stupidity of America. Mm-hmm comes in because it's the fact that it's not just a film it's not just so many films in the past have literally done things to change Mm -hmm. mentalities and change the way people think and the way people act and with a film like this you just don't know what deranged person is going to take from this Mm -hmm. and what he will do next Mm -hmm. or what fuels the flames next and it's sad that that's the way we have to think nowadays Mm -hmm. but we do and that's the and that's where's the responsibility. It's like John Wick. John Wick has the same, like even the violence in John Wick, it doesn't even compare to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the storyline is completely different. Yeah, it's just it it does it's just doesn't equate. It's it's, more it's artful. Well, yeah, it's, it's well, artful it's, it's killing. A, it's also artful. makes a a concerted effort to be fantasy where this mm-hmm. is making a concerted effort to appear real. Yeah. Right. And appear grounded. Yeah, like the goal of the final act is to be like, yeah, fuck those Mexican like yeah. bastards or whatever. And it's just like, you know, part of me uh wishes that we would have like maybe asked some of the people at the theater like what they thought of the yeah. movie because I'm curious if, you know, we were all laughing along, but I'm like curious if some of the people were like laughing because they were like yeah hell yeah or if they were thinking it was yeah and i also think that like with the extreme violence of it i think that from salone you know he said that from from rambo singular uh that that was directed that way because that's the way rambo would have directed it and i think that that extreme violence is supposed to be more realistic where at this point you know we're laughing because it's so ridiculous but i think that he would think the justification for that is that this is supposed to be yeah Grounded in some And way. it's weird because, like, the whole story around the extended cut of Rambo was, like, a lot of the stuff he decided to cut back because he thought it was too violent. Right. And now this movie is just, like, yeah, I, full bore. It is, it is irresponsible, not entertaining, and uh, a cast-stay-long shadow over the entire series. And it's the reason why Downton Abbey... It kicked its ass? Kissed, kicked its ass. <laughs> yeah, I do think it sadly did more business than Ad Astra, though. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. Go see out Astra, guys. It's great. I mean, it's uh, skating by on the Rambo name, yeah, probably. That's that's so upsetting to me. Yep. it really is. Um, yeah. Well, rating system. Rating system. Um, you want to talk about? I don't know, hearts or something. Yeah, I think I feel like it's, <laughs> I feel like it's uh, disembodied hearts. Disembodied. <laughs> How many disembodied hearts are you, would you give Rambo Laster Blood? Um, I'll start here. I think uh, I was debating between one or two. Okay. Um, and I think I'll probably still go with one. Like I was gonna. Okay, the reason I was gonna give it a two was because I had a lot of fun just like laughing in the theater and yes. it was like. This movie is terrible, but I am like getting lots of joy out of how t- awful mm-hmm. it is. Um, and, you know, just the fact that we've, 
I was I was pretty much laughing almost from the start because you know we we watch these movies all in like five weeks or whatever all together and the characters built up so much in our minds that like when we're finally seeing like the super old version of him like doing <laughs> in this dumb movie I was like cracking up like the anticipation for what was going to happen in this final chapter of yeah. Rambo was so high that I was just like cracking up almost immediately and like trying to hold laughter back until everyone started laughing, which was great. Um, but I'm still going to give it a one because uh, um, it's just really bad. And yeah. the message that it sends is like Elis said, I think really harmful and um, you know, just short sighted and, 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 and shouldn't be out. Shouldn't be out there. We don't need this. Yeah. We don't need this. Rambo could have been, you know, yeah, Rambo could have been saving someone for real. He he, he didn't really say he didn't save anybody in this movie. No, it, uh, you know, his uh, pseudo granddaughter dies. Uh, he doesn't save any of the other women, which you know we talked about. Maybe that's realistic, but yeah, again, it's all about vengeance, vengeance, all about violence. And what is the point? Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't. Uh, I, I I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I'm gonna. Just trying to, I think overall it was more entertaining or it was easier to watch and like was more gripping than um, the last one, mm-hmm. Ram- Rambo, and maybe even Rambo 3. Like, um, but yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> like, I don't like <laughs> agree with anything that it's trying to say because I don't think it really was. I, it, he saw it's all over the place. Like we said, it, he's not trying to say anything. And the stuff he accidentally says is horrible. Like, and I guess uh, there was a few good things about it. Like we said, the home alone part, the traps. I did like this, uh, character of his daughter. I'd like that actress from other shows, but, um, yeah, I guess I, I would give it like, like, a, yeah, also a two, two hearts, <laughs> disembodied hearts disembodied hearts yeah well michael i was thinking of a yorda that was about <laughs> it but since we're going with a full heart i'll go one heart mostly because it's just it doesn't really live up to the history of the character no. it doesn't really it's so on its own and it's so avant-garde to what the past had shown that from the writing to cinematography to everything about it, it's just terrible. And it's a film that, like I tell people, if it was on Netflix, I'd be a lot more forgiving. Mm-hmm. But no, they spent a ton of money to put this out on theaters. And to me, it's almost like, how many films did you pass up that probably would have had a better story? Mm-hmm. And you gave it to Sylvester Stallone. For this, I would have rather have seen Tim put this on the shelf, no more Rambo movies, and see another Rocky movie. Yeah. Or the Tango and Cash movie well, that yeah. he's trying to push. It, exactly. Yeah. That it, would have been better. Yeah. But it's, it's so interesting, too, because I feel like there could have been a good movie here because we've seen lots of these, like, let's revisit characters when they're older and it's, like, really serious, like, you know, like, like Creed or uh, even like, you know, Logan or something like yeah. Logan mm. is a killing machine. Right. Why couldn't it have been like a very serious mm-hmm. story where like he appears to have more, um, 
you know, like uh, he's not as interested in getting back into killing. Like this one is basically like, oh, I'm going to go kill people. Sure. I'm ready. (laughs) Better yet, just to show like how the game has changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have terrorists that are coming out of everywhere Mm -hmm. that you don't know where they're from. Right. Or even go into the military scenes and seeing how much things have changed for him. And he can't. He's like a fish out of water now because Mm -hmm. his mentality is so old school that he's trying to adapt into this new type of military type of regimen. I mean, that would have been a good movie right there. Cause it kind of reminiscent to the first movie. Yeah. I, I would have, if I was re, if I was pitching this movie, I'd be like, okay, like he is working in a, he's volunteering at a VA center in Arizona. There's a domestic terrorist event and somebody's doing so. And, and it's, you know, there's yeah. all these people that are, that are cynical and are, are over it. And that, but there's innocent people and citizens at stake, and it's a, you know it's an active shooter at a mall or something like that, and they have to go in and help. Movie, and he, and he yeah. has to lead these these wounded people and have them care about mm-hmm. you know the, everything we fought for is that these people and these and the, the hatred is is universal, and that's what we've always been fighting against. Like that's a movie that is that is powerful and would have bookended this series incredibly well. Yeah, I mean, the movie to me is like totally lacking like in any pathos or anything. Like, like yeah. there's no there's no feeling of like the sense of the history of this character or anything. And that's like the whole point of doing these like versions with the original cast or whatever, like old versions. Like there's yeah. there's just none of that. And it's like I in the last one he was trying to shine a light on this thing that maybe not that many people know about, but I mean, it's not exactly a hot take to be like drugs and human trafficking are bad. Right. Like we all know that. Everybody knows that. Like everybody's seen taken. Exactly. We all know that people get taken. Like and we know it's bad. He didn't do anything to change that and he didn't say anything yeah. new or like even yeah. thoughtful about it. Yep. One heart. Uh, for disembodied heart for me, uh, I think that it's one of those. Again, I say this a lot: is that it's so bad that it hurts the franchise overall, and that mm-hmm. bums me out because mm-hmm. I think that there is um a lot of positives for this franchise, even though it's the dumb machismo and it's done a lot of damage in that way. But there's action movie DNA, and it's rooted in something that's actually trying to say something, and I think that that's rare. Yeah, I mean, yeah, alongside, uh, I think I think most, uh, you know, news outlets and critics would agree with you. Like, alongside every article that I saw that was, like, you know, ranking the Rambo movies or talking about Rambo's influence on 80s action films, there were equal number of articles being like, stop making these movies. We put Rambo to bed. We don't need yeah. movies like this anymore. Stop the 80s action sequels. Yeah, <laughs> but so. the Rambo that came out in India... <laughs> I did see it. Oh. It was so much better yeah. than this film. <laughs> Funny, because you don't rec- it's like it's kinda odd, but it was so much better than this film. Man. We need to watch that. That might be a bonus episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> bonus ep. Bonus ep. Well, that's gonna bring us uh to the end of the Rambo series. Hopefully, We've been bled dry. Normally, no we say blood. for now, but we just don't. We, oh God, just please don't. just let it end. Yeah, we just don't. it's not, not too many franchises that we've seen actually have like kind of slowly come to a horrible and sad end this yeah. way. Usually, there's like a course correction at the end, or an uptick, or at least like a well, whatever. This is totally off to. I mean, this we'll see like what happens depressing. with tremors. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever been like. We don't want to see another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Tremors is about, like, you know, well, not aliens, but pre-Cambrian uh, creatures <laughs> coming out of the ground, you know? It's right, a, it's like, ridiculous already. Yeah, yeah, it's like, whatever, you know, they're not going to do anything that, like, morally offends us to the, to yeah. you know, I don't know. 
The next, it's going to be another Rambo movie with him and Clint Eastwood run for office. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, uh, Michael Sandoval, thanks for being here with us so much. Thank you much. very much for inviting me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it was super great to have you on the podcast this uh, this week. Um, is there any place that people can keep in touch with you this week? Well, or you could uh, catch me on MuseTV.net. You can find me as behind the different uh, shows that uh, for the Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society, such as Meet the Movie Critics, as well as uh, other shows that you can find um, through the Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society, and then uh, Muse on YouTube on YouTube and everywhere else you can find us. Sweet. Nice. Well, hopefully everybody checks Michael out there. Um, but in the meantime, Elis, where can people keep in touch with us? Yeah. Uh, you can email us at sequel rights at gmail.com and find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequel rights. Um, send us your ideas for future franchises and your Rambo pitches. Yes. And, and also rate reviews on Apple podcasts. You can make your suggestions for what our next series should be after you know what? Just yesterday, it was the first day of fall. Oh. And next week is October. You know what that means on the podcast? It's time for another horror film. <laughs> and we found a good one for you guys. We're going to be talking about Poltergeist. Ooh, <laughs> spooky ghosts. I'm excited to talk about Poltergeist. I'm excited about We have two guests for you next week. Uh, our good friends, Alyssa Hunsaker and Joseph Escamilla. Uh, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait. Can't wait. I am really excited about this one. Uh, it's going to be really fun, you guys. So, yeah. Tune in next week for another spooky episode of the podcast. We'll see you then for Poltergeist. <laughs>